The Lord be with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Nothing good ever comes by force. I'm sure we've all learned this lesson a time or two over the course of our lives. Trying to force a square peg into a circle hole will only break the mold or the toy. Imposing oneself onto another person or into the middle of a conflict, however large or small, could have devastating effects on you and the other individuals involved. One country forcing their way into another country only causes international conflict and strife as we now all know in our day. When force is used in any situation, it is a clear sign that caring or being cared for, knowing or being known, loving or being loved is completely absent from the situation. Forcing a square peg into a circle hole shows very little knowledge or care for the contours of the shapes and their fragility. Imposing oneself onto another person or into the middle of an interpersonal conflict illustrates how careless one is and proves there is little love for the other who is a creature created and redeemed by God. One country violently forcing their way into another country is a glaring sign of how little they care for innocent civilians. The worst type of force we experience in life is that which we face in our war, our battle against Satan and his demons. We all know that Satan prowls around like a roaring lion seeking an opportunity to impose himself, to force himself onto a child of God and devour them. Elizabeth Scalia writes that Satan's greatest trick is disorientation. 
And the greatest disorientation is to forget what love is or how to recognize its fruits, which are joy and freedom and peace. When the devil forces his way into our hearts and into our minds, disorienting us to what love is, he also sows doubt. And he attempts to lure us into temptation and tries with all of his might to harden our hearts against the things of God. He makes us doubt ourselves and our vocations. Am I a good enough mother or father after all my mistakes and past failures? Am I a good enough spouse or child after my unfaithfulness or my disobedience? Am I a good enough friend or co-worker after all of my blunders? The devil also lures us into temptation by placing before us those things that are pleasing to the eye but damaging to the soul. And then he chips away at our love for God and his holy gifts by continually lying to us. You don't need to go to church. Surely you have more important things to do. Be your own God. Worship your once on the weekend. You don't need to go to confession. I mean, really, your sins, they're not that bad. You don't need the Eucharist. I mean, really, it's just bread and wine, right? Does it actually do anything? These are the lies, the doubts that Satan forces into our hearts and our minds. And the disorientation and doubt and temptation that has been forced upon us by that old evil foe has worn us all down and stirred within us and all creatures a sense of deep hopelessness. Perhaps for some of you, the hope and the joy of Easter is slowly starting to wear off after the devil has continually pushed against you. You wouldn't be the only ones. You just look at the faces of those that you pass by on the street. Hear the stories of the vulnerable and the suffering and the downtrodden. Feel in the presence of those who are nearest and dearest to your hearts. There is a hopelessness that infects us. The hopeless souls of every creature on earth yearns but one thing, and that is to be loved and to love.
We all need love. We were created out of and for love. But not just any kind of love. We yearn to receive the love a mother hen has for her chicks as she gathers them under her breast to take care of them and to protect them, to shield them from the force of all that is evil. We yearn for the love of a friend that would lay down his life for us. We yearn for the love of a shepherd that chases down the lost, disobedient sheep. We need love incarnate. Jesus, the risen Savior. As I said, today we celebrate our risen Savior as the Good Shepherd. But Jesus isn't like other shepherds. His style of shepherding is uncommon. It's otherworldly. He proves countless times throughout his earthly ministry that he doesn't lead his sheep by force. He's not smacking them with a shepherd's crook. He knows that nothing good ever comes by force. Instead, he leads his flock by loving them and by being loved by them. He leads you, his little lamb, by loving you. This love is different than the shallow love we too often experience. It's not love that you can buy at Walgreens after the service because you forgot to buy a Mother's Day card, right? No, the love Jesus loves us with is the kind of love that fully knows us. Every single thing that makes us us, the good and the bad. It's a type of love that cares for us, that would lay down his life for us. It's a love that accompanies us down the paths of righteousness to eternal life. It's a love that keeps that stinking devil from snatching us out of his hand. Have you come here today disoriented? Do you have that sense of hopelessness in your soul? Do you have such great doubt in yourself? Are you weighed down by temptation? Have you been far from the heart of the Good Shepherd? If any of those are true for you, then come and listen to the voice of your Shepherd. Let the Lord come close to you today 
and whisper into your ears, I love you, I love you, I love you. To you moms out there on this Mother's Day who may carry around some mom guilt and don't feel worthy of your calling because of past mistakes you've made, hear the voice of your good shepherd say, you're forgiven. I love you. You're good. You're worthy. And to you dads who feel like you can never get things right, you can't get the schedules right, you can't get the routines right, and you're just trying your hardest to be all things for your family, hear the voice of your good shepherd say, you're forgiven. I love you. You're good. You're worthy. To you who carry such deep grief and have, ex- have experienced such great loss, your good shepherd comes to you and wipes the tears from your eyes, pulls you close, and speaks into your ears, you're forgiven. I love you because I have risen. Your loved one too shall rise. To those of you who feel alone and unloved, the good shepherd picks you up in his arms and pulls you close to his pierced heart that beats for you and says to you, I love you. You are forgiven. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And to those of you who feel weighed down by sin, Listen to the voice of your risen Savior say, you're forgiven. I love you. Go and sin no more. Nothing good ever comes by force. That's why our Good Shepherd comes to us today with beauty and goodness and love. Listen, he is calling you. He knows you by name. Let us follow him.